Are you obsessed with Los Angeles? Head over heels in love with the City of Angels? Well, this is the podcast for you. At LifeX LA, we hack the best in arts, eats, and activities in Los Angeles. So join us and become an LA hacker. Baby, baby. What's up, LA Hacker? It's just you and me right now, but getting ready to jump into this interview. First time I've ever done an interview on the podcast. Really excited about it. We're talking to Ashley from First Date Guide today, and she's going to be breaking down dating in LA, the best places to go on a date in LA, and some other great tips, tricks, and hacks for dating in Los Angeles. All right, let's just jump right in. You still here? All right, bye. Gotta go. Later. Hey, what's up, LA Hackers? This is Stefan from the Life Hacks LA Podcast, and I'm very excited about today's episode because this is the first time we'll be having a guest on the Life Hacks Podcast, and our first guest ever is Ashley from First Date Guy, an Instagram account that I've been following for quite a while. She always has amazing ideas for first dates in LA and great restaurants and amazing videos, which we'll talk about, but I'd first like to just welcome you to the podcast. Ashley, how are you doing? Good, good. Thank you for having me. I'm excited so, about this. <laughs> <laughs> We're excited to have you. Like I said, I've been following you for a while, and you, you know how it is in Los Angeles. There's so much to do, it's hard to keep up. So I've got a handful of accounts, yours being on the top of that list that I follow to get great ideas of what to do. But um, can you tell us just a little bit about yourself, where you're originally from, and how did you come to Los Angeles, or are you from Los Angeles? Yeah, so, I mean, I'm going to take you back. Uh, I mean, I was born and raised in LA with uh, Salvadorian parents and three sisters. I know LA like the back of my hand. Um, so for the most part, I grew up in the city of Southgate. I went to school in Whittier, Downey. Then I actually moved to the South Bay. Um, are you familiar with Carson, San Pedro, and Torrance? I'm very familiar. I actually live in the South Bay right now. So I spend most of my time over there. Oh, yeah. So I used to live at a Delamo Mall. Um, oh, man, I love Delamo Mall, especially since they redid it. So you probably saw it back before they redid the whole thing, right? Yeah, yeah. I was there. I was there scoping it out. And it's crazy. There's a lot of people that live in L.A., but, you know, they, they don't they don't explore much of the South Bay. And I feel like they, they're missing out on a lot, especially a lot of the coast, in my opinion. Yeah, you're talking um, my language because when I first moved to Los Angeles, it was exactly that. I, I When I was in West L.A., I never really left like a 20, 30-minute area. And then I moved to the South Bay a couple of years ago, and I was like, man, I was missing so much. So many hidden gems out here. So many. Oh, my God. Redondo, Manhattan, all that. Um, yeah, so even even then, so I, I was what people – I lived where people called the inner city, which was Southgate and Downey. Then I moved over to the South Bay area. And for school, I went to Cal State Long Beach. So I'm mm -hmm. familiar with the Long Beach area, and now I live in Lakewood. So I don't know where I'm going to be next. Like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But that's a lot of driving around, right? Jumping from all, all over the place like that? Yeah, but you know what? Whenever I visit the South Bay area or even – even downtown, because my dad lives in East L.A., I have family that lives in, uh, like, uh, what is it called, like, 
Santa Clarita. I mean, I have family spread out. Um, so nothing feels too new for me in LA. Yeah, and you found a way to get around the traffic, huh? Yep, a podcast <laughs> and uh, good music. I'm always searching for good music. Yeah, yeah. Um, so can you tell us a little bit about your account? I'm very familiar with it. Like I said, I've been following it for a while, um, your first date guide account. What is it about, and why did you decide to start the account? Yeah, great question. So so I started First Date LA in 2017. Um, yeah. Before I rebranded to First Date Guide, um, since uh, I am close to the OC area, um, so I just figured that there'd be more opportunities um, for first dates. Uh, yeah, so I started it in college um, because I wanted to find out a little bit more of the social media realm. I want a little bit more experience. Hey, how do I build an account? How do I grow an account? How, what is it like to be a social media manager? And I figured since I'm always out and about, looking for new restaurants, naturally, not, not just dating, but, you know, looking for new places to visit with friends and family. I just figured, hey, I'm out and about taking these photos. I'm just going to post them on Instagram and go from there. So I asked everyone to follow me. And um, honestly, that, that's pretty much how it started. It's just it's, everyone loved the concept. Uh, I tried, I, I found out Sorry, I followed a lot of food bloggers, and I knew that a lot of my my I, I knew that my page revolved around food. So I just wanted to call it something a little bit different, so that I wouldn't just be another food blogger on on social media. Yeah, exactly. There's plenty of those, especially in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think uh, sure. even though it's called First Date Guide, like I said, I'm not exactly looking for a first date, but you go to so many amazing restaurants that I've never even heard of. And with Life Hacks LA, I'm, I'm researching stuff every day, and I still see stuff all the time on your account that I've never even heard of this restaurant because you don't just go to, like, the West LA's and Santa Monica's. You're out there in these, um, you know, Long Beach and Downey, like you mentioned, and you find these little obscure hidden gems that people might not necessarily know about. Mhm. Oh yeah, totally. And uh, honestly, it's it's a ton of fun. Um, the thing is, I I thought that first date guy would be a great concept because a lot of the time, uh, men and women they jump to the idea of of going on a first date, a movie date, and it just drove me crazy. <laughs> like, it, it drove me crazy. I mean, I'm telling you, I went on a date with a guy before and. We went to the movies three times in a row, and each time I wondered, are we going to go on another movie date? Oh, my God, we keep going on another movie date. What is going on with, you know, there's so many things to do. I mean, new foods to discover, um, museums in L.A. Like, it's, I just wish there was, I wish there was an information hub for things to do with a significant other. And that's pretty much why First Date was born. Yeah, that's awesome because, there's, like you said, there's just so much to do in Los Angeles. It's crazy that people just would fall into that default mode of going to a movie. I mean, that's what you do when you live in Alaska, you know? Like yeah. if you're here, you, 
you've got so much stuff to do, so much fun stuff to do. So we'll get into the date stuff a little a, bit, a little bit later. I want to ask you specific advice um, about dating in okay. for our single um, listeners out there. But so what's the eventual goal of your account, and what kind of impact do you want to have specifically for people who live in Los Angeles? Yeah, so my goal, my personal goal is to just travel, discover, and eat good, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there, I mean, as you know, there are so many opportunities with social media nowadays, so there's no concrete goal that I have because new opportunities sprout out of nowhere. Um, so as long as, as long as I know that I, – I think, I think content is very important, and I love creating it. So if somebody can give me opportunities to just create content or um, – because you've seen – I'm a TikToker as well, so there's a lot of video content that I create that is very creative, and I include music and effects, and it's a little bit different than what we see on social media nowadays. Um with food, uh, so I just want to work on my my content, my video content, and I want to show people. I want to show people an experience in hopes that they will go out and just check out the restaurant or or event or place I went to through video content. Yeah, and I can tell you that's what I feel through your account because. With social media, as you know, especially Instagram, it's so me, me, me-centric that a lot of mm-hmm. accounts don't really give a lot of value. They're basically just saying, follow me because I'm pretty or follow me because I'm doing this cool thing, where, like you said, your videos, it feels like you're there. And, like, you start off the video with usually showing you entering the place, looking around, taking it all in, and then going to what makes that place special, whether it's a dish or, or, or what have you. So, yeah, I think you really – are meeting that goal, and you know I'm not just saying this to get your ass because you're on the podcast. I told you this in private, but I think you've got some of the best Instagram videos out there. And I'm not gonna lie, stolen a few ideas from me, a few concepts, and adopted them into my <laughs> own account. <laughs> That's so funny. You know what? You get. I tell everyone if you can get inspired somehow, as long as you can make it your own, it it's all gravy. <laughs> yeah. All right, so let's go back to Los Angeles, the city that you and I both love so much. So you said that you were born in L.A. Have you ever lived anywhere else, or have you always lived in Los Angeles? I've always lived in L.A. Yes, I've always lived in L.A., but I have traveled to multiple countries, so um, I have I have, have an idea of yeah. what it's like to live elsewhere. Yeah, I was going to say, just because I've lived in other places for, you know, for years, and Oh, I lived in Seattle. That's probably where I lived the longest. But when you come to Los Angeles, not as a tourist, but when you actually live here and you just realize how much there is to do here, I mean, it's insane how much there is to do here. You really, like, realize what a unique place it is. I mean, I I imagine New York. I've only been in New York a few times. I imagine New York has a lot to do as well. But most American cities do not have this amount of entertainment and restaurants and hiking and the ocean and these crazy day trips that you can take. I mean, it's just crazy how much there is to do in Los Angeles. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. I recently went to Laughlin, and I was trying to take first date guide out there uh, just in Utah. Uh, Utah, I believe it's Arizona, Nevada, um, 
and California, and I've gone to those states before, and I say, hey, you know what, whoever I'm with, I'm going to do first state guide Nevada. So I'm always on my phone yelping, you know, the the next restaurant I find it. I'm looking for these cool, like, kooky, wacky, hidden gems, and I'm not going to lie, I've always been disappointed. Yeah, Unless you probably run out Vegas. of in like one week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I, oh my, oh man, and I've given so many chances where my stomach just, I just can't, I just, I can't do anymore. Yeah. Uh, and then I, I realized, oh my, chains are, are big out there, you know, people aren't creating these cool concepts and that's what makes me miss Los Angeles, just because there's always something to do no matter what, or eat. Yeah, I mean, even if you just look at the special things that we have, like pop-ups, like I don't think pop-ups are that big in other cities. Here we take it for granted because there's just so many pop-ups that come out every week on top of everything else there is to do in Los Angeles. There's these special things mm-hmm. always going on, these museums and mm-hmm. these pop-ups. And these, you know, like right now, I just posted today about Good Burger, the TV show, and they had a Saved by the Bell pop-up and a Moz Museum, and, and it just list just goes on and on. Totally, totally. Did you know that you can take – um, kind of like Mario Kart-looking scooters all over Burbank and get I, a little bit of history. Have you heard of I, I've seen a picture company? of it. Yeah, I've seen a picture of it, those tiny little red and green cars that you drive around Griffith yes. Park. Yeah, yeah, yes. I've seen a picture of it. But see, that, see, that's that a good is... example, though. That, that's a good example. Like, that's something I totally forgot about until you just said it. Because... Even when you're looking for stuff to do all the time, like we are at Lighthouse LA, uh, there's stuff that there's just so much to do that you forget about cool things. Like that's such a cool thing, I totally forgot about it until you just said it. Yeah, I was I was thinking of a couple of things besides food. Even I mean, you you can watch a movie. Okay, let's say somebody wants to watch a movie in LA. Me, boring. But if you say it's hey, we're gonna go watch a movie on a rooftop, I say okay, let's do that. Exactly. Or at a cemetery. A movie. Cemetery, yes. Or um, a, a garden. I believe they have a garden in Pasadena you can watch movies at. Um, you yeah. can find incredible cocktails at, at speakeasies. So you can go on a speakeasy hunt. Yeah. So that leads me into can, our next my, Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. I, just, I could never get bored of L.A. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. So I was going to – so that that leads us into our next question. So you like you mentioned, there's just so many things to do on a date in L.A., even though the guys you date just take you to movies. Um, <laughs> but, but what is dating like in L.A.? Is it is it hard? Is it easy? Are people friendly? Is it easy to meet people, hard to meet people? What's it like in general? Uh, so, I mean, I think it can be easy. If, if you're ready and you're confident, you will be smart enough to find someone who is at the same level as you and go from there. If you're not ready and you don't really have an idea of what you want to do, you're always going to be searching, and you're going to end up with people who are searching too, and that's there's so much to do in L.A., opportunities are endless and fresh faces are everywhere so it's it's really hard if you're not confident with yourself it's definitely hard to date in LA 
Oh, so you're saying and, it's more about where the person is in their life than it is the people that are in L.A. So, like, if you're looking for a relationship, you can find one. If you're looking to date casual, you can date casual. But you really just have to know what you want and be seeking that. Is that what you're saying? Yes, that's what I'm saying. Okay. 100%. Yeah, and, you know, there's so many attractive people in Los Angeles. <laughs> that's another thing is, like, uh, you've lived here your whole life. But if you go to other cities, you're like, oh, my God. That's when you really uh, realize it. You know, like when I travel, I go, oh, my God, there's so many attractive people in Los Angeles. I think because of the weather and people live, move here for the um, entertainment business or whatever. But um, it really strikes you when you travel other places. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's very true. That's very true. Um, and th- there are so many dating apps as well. I mean, it's 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 crazy. And then now there you can get ghosted after two weeks of dating and that alone, you just need to be very confident. I had a girlfriend of mine say that, well, she came from Sacramento. I met her in college and she said, oh my God, Ashley, I'm dating this guy. And I found he had a girlfriend. And I said, wait, you didn't ask him if he, he was dating somebody. And she said, well, no. And I said, well, I mean, you kind of have to stalk their Instagram a little bit or, you know, find out <laughs> yeah. a, a little bit more. I mean, how many kids do they have? He's like, I didn't, I didn't even think about that. And I said, what do you mean? For me, it's the basic questions that I ask, like, yeah. where do you live? Do you have kids? It's, I mean, I'm 26, and I just I just want to ask these questions just to know. Um, but for her, I mean, she it made me realize she came from a smaller town, and everyone knows who everyone is, and they like genuine relationships. And I figured, wow. I've been trained all my life to ask these questions because I know that people like to hide things, you know, and there's no yeah, way to yeah. really find out who, who someone is unless you've known them for quite some time. So I always yeah, tell you, everyone, you know, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, yeah, that's, that's an important question to ask first if they're married or not. Yeah, oh, totally. Totally. <laughs> uh, it's very funny. Um, yeah, so I usually ask, uh, I usually, yeah, yeah, that's basically, basically it. I, I always say, you know, in your first date or even the first day of first conversation, just ask them all of these questions. I mean, if they don't want to answer them, they're being, I guess what you can say, shady. So you can step away. And there are so many people in L.A. anyway, you'll have a better conversation with tomorrow, you know, so don't get hung up on one person. So I have to, I honestly have to train her. <laughs> hey, <laughs> if you're going to live here, you, you got to, you got to know a couple of the, the their questions to ask. Yeah, the teach of the LA about. way of doing things, huh? Yeah. And it, you know, it's just a little bit sad that we have to go through that, but I mean, it's, it's nature of the game. Yeah. So, um, we know you don't like boring movies. What are some good examples? Like, if you wanted to get to know someone, like, I, I don't think any guy on a first date is going to want to get in, be in, uh, interviewed, you know? So I get what you're saying. Like, you want to find out the important information about them right away. Is a good way to do that on a first date by doing something casual and fun, or is it to have a formal dinner? Or, like, what do you think? We know movies are out, but some way you can get to know someone pretty quickly on a first date without um, any pressure. What, what, are, what are some uh, suggestions you have? So I get asked this question a ton of times, and it's a great question, and I always say, feel the mood. 
if it's someone you're meeting online or for the first time you met at a bar, you're actually going to go chat with them. That's not via text. I say grab a coffee or a small bite and chat to get to know each other. And honestly, ask those questions there. If there are some people who prefer to grab a cocktail and if I say do it, if you're serious about somebody, don't grab cocktails on the first date. Actually get to know them um, to see how they really are without you know, alcohol in their system. Then I say, look, if you're ready to go on a real date, the first, the, the initial conversation was great. You had a great time. And, you know, you guys talked about what kind of food you liked. Go on a real first date based on that conversation and include something fun, interactive, like a fun, interactive dinner. Let's say like Korean barbecue or a, like Grand Central Market where you can pick and choose without having to um, – narrow down one place if you, since you still don't know that person. Um, and then maybe you can get a cocktail. I mean, go bar hopping or whatnot. Maybe karaoke, games at a bar. You know that there's axe throwing in L.A.? Yeah, day axe in North Hollywood, right? No, not day axe. Yeah. Um, axe, uh, I think axe, axe Hollywood or something. Yeah, for sure it's in North Hollywood. Yeah, um, yeah. So, yes, so I tell people, like, you know, do something fun just to let the person know that you're fun and outgoing Mm -hmm. and or not even if you're outgoing, just, you know, have an interactive, like, dinner where you're both cooking with each other. That's why I always recommend Korean barbecue. And you can see, you can see their manners. Let's say they don't want to cook. Now you know. They don't like cooking. Yeah, Yeah, I totally agree. Um, You should do something, like, interactive mm -hmm. and fun and there's something else. Like you're having a conversation with each other, but there's something else to conversate about. But I've got one issue with your suggestion, though. You want to hear it? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love I love Korean barbecue. It's a lot of fun. It tastes good. But you are going to stink for the rest of the night on a first date if you have Korean barbecue. You're right. You're right. And I've been there before. So then if you're not comfortable with that, then totally X um, that out. Um Let's say what what a pain. Well, I guess they're both gonna stink, so it doesn't really matter, right? Yeah, I don't think I don't think it would matter. Um, and if you guys are, yeah, I I don't know. I love Korean barbecue, so I'm a little biased. Like I don't care if I smell. Yeah, (laughs) but you know, I guess it's like one of those things. Like if you both smell the same, then you don't smell it. But it's one person. You know, like if you were to walk in, if you were to have Korean barbecue before your date then they would totally notice mm-hmm. it. But if you're having Korean barbecue at the same time, I guess you wouldn't even notice it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, so, so yeah. I mean, interactive dinners can be, oh, my God, what did I have the other day? Oh, I do not remember. Was it like I, a show or something? Oh, oh, you mean like you help cook the food, kind of like Korean barbecue? Kind of like it. I mean, even even an experience. When I talk experiences, I mean even like, um, like boiling point. It's a uh, oh, hot pot, yeah. and you know, it's yeah. it's kind of like there's a bowl in front of you. There's fire, um, yeah. keeping your food warm. Um, and we're lucky to have so many of those type of things. Yeah. Totally, totally. I think yeah. that's great. Or or a pop up bar or a um, a historic 
restaurant like um, Formosa. It's just they just opened up in Hollywood again. Well, oh, Formosa Cafe, yeah, I heard about that. Formosa yeah. Cafe, yeah. Yeah. That would be a cool experience. A nice dinner. Um, even even there's a ton of places in downtown. I want to say like uh, 71 above. Oh. Go upstairs, have a few bikes, or even space LA's. Yeah, I love both of them. Slide down. Um, so yeah, anyway, there um and then I know you mentioned like, okay, like let's say there's a like a fancy dinner. Like when do you take somebody out? Is that appropriate for a first date? Well, yeah. If you're if you have known of this person for a long time and you really want to impress them, you tell them, Hey, you know what? I just I well I tell I tell girls or even guys this you know say hey you know I have some nice shoes and uh, I, I just bought a nice shirt for I guess men I want to go out to let's say mm, let's say Perch in downtown I love downtown so I keep referring down referring to a couple of places so I say okay let's go to Perch um, will you go with me at seven on Thursday night the the person is gonna they're going to say yes, and if they say no, then they don't want to go on a date with you. Um, I yeah. think that's the easiest way to ask somebody out on a date. Just say you want to show off your you know, either shoes or shirt, and there we go. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, it, <laughs> yeah. Um, so it does it does really depend. But I have a question for you. What do you think would be a, a great first date? I think something – fun that you can talk about um, on the date, like, like like we were just saying. So I know it depends on how well you know the person. If you know the person well and, it, like, you already known the person for a while, I actually think a speakeasy would be a really cool date because there's so many cool ones that have so much conversation piece to them. And whatever you do, I think it has to be fun and memorable as far as the, what you choose to do. Totally. I believe it 100%. That's why I'm always looking for some new spots to check out and posting on first date guide. You know what's a really cool one? I've heard about it a long time ago, completely forgot about it, and then I just heard about it again. I checked the prices, and it's crazy. It's a crazy price, but it's called um, Pan Am Experience. Have you heard of that? Pan Am? Do you know what Pan Am is? It's like like that airline from the in the 70s that was very so back in the day they just had these luck they had one luxury airline that everybody used in the you know like the Frank Sinatra days or whatever so it kind of has that speakeasy type vibe already but mm-hmm. you you go to this warehouse in like um, I don't even remember where it is like Pacoima North Hollywood someplace like that and they turned this plane this Pan Am plane from the 60s into a, a restaurant but they do the oh, entire wow like you're riding first class in a plane, but you're not actually going anywhere, obviously. You're, but it, it's it's kind of hard to describe, but if you see it, you'll see how cool it is. Oh, that is really cool. I'm actually going to bookmark that. Yeah, but the, it's really expensive. It's like, I think the cheap one is like $400, and they always sell out ahead of time. I think it's $400. Wow. Yeah. Oh, my right, God, cool. yeah. So, that's, do you have that's any? Fantastic. Yeah. By the way, we uh, we don't have much time in this episode but we could do a whole nother episode on downtown Los Angeles because I totally agree with you besides the beach that is my favorite place in all of LA 
is downtown, the Arts District, Little Tokyo. Love it, love it, love it, love it. Yeah, there that that would be a podcast on its own, a whole session. Yeah, exactly. All right, so next time we're gonna have to hack uh, downtown Los Angeles. Totally, let's do it. All right, all right. So, is there any other advice or anything I didn't ask you um, that you want to share with the audience? Or let's say, I mean, I do. I always tell people, do not spend a ton of money on the first date. If you barely know the person, I, unless you really, unless you really want to take yourself out and you want someone to join you on the ride, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I but would say I, as a, I, I would say as a guy, like if you're not sure if she likes you, do not spend a lot of money because you're basically trying to buy the affection by showing off. If you're already 100%, she's really into you. Like I said, I'm saying just from a guy's perspective, then it's okay mm-hmm. if that's what you want to do. Correct. But yeah, there's kind of like this underlying. If you barely know somebody and you take them to like a five star restaurant, it it almost feels like you're trying to buy their affection. You know what I mean? You know what? Just to give you a little story time, I I went on a date with somebody on Tinder. I do not use Tinder anymore, by the way. I went on a date with somebody, and they took me to, we barely texted, just said, hey, we're going to go on a date. And he took me to, um, what is it called, Javier's in Newport? Oh, wow. Have you heard of Javier's before? They have one in Century City I've, as well. I've heard the name. I've never been there, but I know uh, it's one of the nice restaurants in Newport, and they've got some really nice restaurants over there. Very beautiful. I was I I didn't, had never even heard of the restaurant before, so I I went and I I said, wow, well, it's good thing I brought some heels. I didn't. I mean, I did do my research before, which everyone should do their research. <laughs> Someone's inviting you out to a restaurant. Figure out what the dress code is, please. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so I went and then I. I had some thoughts about that date. He was a great guy. I, I knew he could afford it. He he was very nice. I didn't even order my own plate. I just got got a cocktail just because I, I don't personally go on, on dates to eat for free. There's a lot of You get that from Instagram you know. anyway. I mean, well, it's true. It's true. <laughs> there are some restaurants who <laughs> let me eat for free. <laughs> but this was... When the first date guide was a baby, I wasn't getting as many, you know, requests uh, to to visit restaurants. So, so in this case, I, you know, got my jalapeno margarita. I remember we shared some starters because, you know, let's just I didn't I didn't believe in the real meal. I just wanted to really chat. Um, and then I thought, like Ashley, like why? why did he take you here? Does he want to really impress you? I mean, I even had guys tell me, like, you know, sometimes I take girls out because they they, they just want one thing from them. You know what I mean? So I didn't know if yeah. it was that or if this guy was financially, Ill, financially irresponsible or if, wow, he really wanted to wow me and take me out on the second date. Um, I was just very confused. Needless to say, it was our first and only date. I didn't want to move forward. Um, so I, I just felt really uncomfortable with, you know, his choice. Yeah. And he wasn't, I don't think he was the person for me. But anyway, that's, that's another story. Um, 
putting that aside to say don't spend a ton of money if you're a barely known person. Yeah, that's great advice. Just go out, have fun. So let's review. You said you want to be yourself and know what you want in your own life, and then you're going to find and attract the right person. Go somewhere that's fun and casual and interactive, like Korean barbecue. And mm-hmm. let's see. And don't spend too much money on the first day. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right, cool. Well, hey, Ashley, it's been a pleasure. Like I said, Again, I've been following First Date Guy for a while. I love your content. I love your videos. I love your advice. And um, where can people, what's the best place that people can go to find out more about you? Well, my new website is firstdateguide.info. And everyone can find me on Instagram, TikTok, um, creating that, those, that video content through First Date Guide. Pretty much First Date Guide, anything. You'll find me there. Or LinkedIn at Ashley and East 25 at gmail.com because there are a lot of Ashley Rodriguez's out in the world. But there's only one first date guide, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Thank you for having me on. This was hey, no problem. It's great talking to you, Ashley, and we'll talk to you again soon. Thanks so much for being my first guest. Bye. Bye. Hey, LA Hacker, I hope you enjoyed that episode of Life Hacks LA. For me, it was really cool because it was the first time we've had a guest on the podcast. And once again, I'd like to thank Ashley for First Date Guide for coming on. And if you want to find more information about her, you can find her on Instagram at First Date Guide, or you can go to firstdateguide.info. As we go along, we'll be having more guests on, especially as we hack certain certain parts of LA. So thanks for listening, and as always... I would truly appreciate it if you could give us a review on whatever platform you're listening on. It really helps us out. And if you want our 10 best hacks, go ahead and download our free ebook, and you can find that at lifehacksla.com forward slash 10 hacks. All right, take care, and I'll talk to you next week.